journey as an entrepreneur you've come across people that you have become friends with some of them are millionaires and some of them are billionaires so some of your some of our peers might be uh you know might might, might be like uh, how do i get in a space where i can become a friend or an associate with a millionaire or a billionaire how how do we start that conversation or build that relationship exactly like i tell you you you, you need to meet a millionaire prepared a millionaire should see something about you or something you've done and say damn this is somebody i want to have as a friend you understand so yeah a millionaire doesn't gravitate towards you because you of because of your height because of how you look but because of your results or what you or what you have on the table what you've done so i keep telling people whilst you are waiting do something do something do something a millionaire is not going to take you serious if you've not done anything do something keep moving keep moving and every millionaire or billionaire that i've come into contact with says hey I like the direction you're going. I like the direction you're going. Your energy reminds me of myself. Um, I like what you're doing for the continent. So you always Welcome to Making it in Africa podcast. I'm your host Tato Mondo. Today we have a man that has been doing amazing things on the African continent. He's a young and vib- vibrant African entrepreneur who is passionate about Africa's growth and is the CEO of Premium Africa Holdings. Welcome to the podcast my brother Farouk. Thank you very much Ta. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Yes man and uh, uh so his last name is uh, you say it is Kailan, right? Kailan. Yeah, Kailan, Kailan. You got it right. Kailan. Uh, he's he's originally from Ghana and he is the CEO of Premium Africa Holdings. So what does uh, Premium uh, Africa Holdings do? Um Premium African Holdings is is, is a holding company is is Africa focused. We are diversified. We are into construction. We are into IT. We are into agriculture. We are into mining, and we also do investment facilitation. That's why we have a strategic office in the UAE, so we can engage investors as first. And we have, you know, we are close to their corridors. We are very accessible to them anytime they need information and advice in terms of understanding the continent. So. We are not just consultants. We are also actively playing in, you know, the sectors that we are trying to drive investment into, so that we have practical experience to share with, you know, potential investors. So, in the nutshell, that's what Premium African Holdings is about. It's amazing. When did you start the company? How did you and how did you get the capital to start? Well, I, I, um, couple of years back, I was consulting for one of Africa's presidents. And um, we woke up one day and he had lost elections, you know. So <laughs> by which time I felt like, look, I mean, this could be a blessing in disguise. Mm-hmm. I might not be consulting actively for this person anymore, but I've built enough network for myself. I've built enough experience across the continent. I understand most of that African, you know, economies i i know where the direction the continent is heading i see where africa's potential lies in terms of you know economic advancement so with all this knowledge and experience that i have it's in my best interest to start and i've always wanted i started off as an entrepreneur but i took that challenge because it also gives me some exposure into a new territory and also advance 
you know, my knowledge. So right after that, that was six years ago, I drew a 10-year plan and I started my company, Premium African Holdings. I also bring, brought on board people that, you know, I've met along the line in the course of my work as board advisors, you know. So we built a very solid team for Premium African Holdings and that's how we started, you know. That's an interesting journey, but uh, you just dropped something on me, consulting for a president. How did you get into that? Well, it's, you know, I, I, I'm somebody who networks a lot. Okay. So there was, there was a need for an African president's family wanted to do business in Ghana. So I was one of the guys they reached out to. Uh, we needed to go for interviews, but... During my interview, I hit one, you know, spot where it, it, it actually got them really excited. Most people that went into the interview were asking about salary. When I was asked about how much was the salary expectation, I said, well, I'm a, I plead if I can be a bit ambitious here, but I'll, I'll ask for equity. You know, so hmm. <laughs> everybody, <laughs> everybody was looking at me. Know who the hell is this guy Kid. trying yeah. to get a piece of the pie? You know, so they 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 said, look, you're the best candidates, but we cannot. This equity thing is a bit over the top for us. It's not something we are ready to consider. I said, well, then that's unfortunate. Then I cannot work because this is what I'm asking for. Then they said, okay, sure, we'll get back to you. A few days, they called me back. They said, look, we like your drive, your energy, your passion, your ambition. Can yeah. we renegotiate this equity thing? So we sat down, we, we had a conversation, and, you know, we came to a middle ground, and that, that, that's, how, that's how it happened. And then eventually I got a chance to speak to the president. He also expresses, you know, excitement about the experience, the passion, the drive that I have. And he said, look, I will need you personally on advisory role in terms of my private life and what I want to do in private business. So let's, let's work. You know, I put somebody here. You can be in close contact with a person and anything you want to do, any advice in terms of investment. So that's how it started, actually. You know, so one president yeah, recommended yeah, yeah. and then... Yes. There's something that I noticed there uh, that a lot of, not a lot of people would have been able to do. In your position, you're able to say, no, I don't want this job if you're not giving me what I want. You put value <laughs> on yourself, like right. you're valuing yourself. A lot of people undervalue themselves. It's like, okay, because somebody going in into that interview is like, this is my only opportunity to get into the door, to get in there. You know what I'm saying? I, I know. You're like, I know. <laughs> you're like <laughs> no, man, uh, if you're not going to give me what I want, I'm no. not going to, 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 to and then that will take you places for sure because uh, not a lot of people are able to do that. So that kind uh, of separates uh, you from the rest. Uh, exactly. And uh, and then that's why I keep telling people if our leaders, African leaders, will go to the table and you know put value on us, on us as Africans, yeah. most part most times we'll come out, you know, having having better, 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 you know, investment opportunities come to Africa. So it's, it's about putting value on yourself as one of the very important facts in, in entrepreneurship. Yeah, I do agree with you. And in one of your posts on Instagram, you mentioned 
Uh, you mentioned you are not hungry for money, but impact that changes people's unfortunate circumstances. This is amazing because that's the journey that is I'm on as well. Like, you know, money is not, it's okay. Money is not, money is needed in life. I do agree. But, you know, when it comes to this and making an impact in people's life and changing people's life, I think that's the most important thing that you that you can do. You know, I, I feel like that's my my purpose. That's the role that I have to play in life. So I don't know what, what were you thinking when you when you when you when you posted that? Um, genuinely, my my life, my drive on this entrepreneur journey, even my team, my workers, everybody say you're different. It's, it's about impact. Um, even. <laughs> Even at Royal Premium African Holdings, what, what we seek to achieve is I've, most some of our workers, top-level managers, have equity in the company. You don't put people on salary their entire life. You need to impact people. You need to, you, 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 you need to let people, people's growth and advancement be very important to you as a company, as an, as, as an individual. I like to get into people's life and then they see that, yes, once I came into their life, they've moved from point A to point B. It's not about the money. Money yeah. is the byproduct of impacting on people's life. Money is just a byproduct. So once you start impacting in people's lives, you realize that the, the economic transformation would definitely come back to affect your business. Exact, example, when you find yourself in a space, typical, a downtrodden community. The success of your company is based on the growth economic empowerment of these people. So once wow. you, yes, once you enter with an impact mindset, maybe five years plan to impact, the next five years you realize that the fact that you've impacted on the people's life, they have the economic muscle to patronize whatever product or business you establish. So impact is very, very important part of the conversation and we cannot stop impacting people. So impact is important to me than the money. I like that, man. I wish a lot of African leaders could think like that. And the way you just explained it, like from the whole sentence, uh, it means it shows that in the future you're going to be a billionaire, man. What you said makes a lot of sense because a lot of people don't understand. A lot of African entrepreneurs don't understand like, just changing the life of somebody around you. For example, like me, I say the more entrepreneur we have on the African continent, the less problems that we're going to have. Less exactly. problems on the African continent, the more happy my family is going to be, the more happy my community is going to be. Guess what? Because everybody has resources and everybody is happy and not, not a lot of problems exist in society. So generally, everybody is going to be satisfied. And at the end of the day, it's going to impact my happiness as well. Guess what? The people around me that were giving me all their money problems, there's problems are being solved somewhere else. So now they don't have to come back to me. If that makes exactly, sense to you. Exactly, 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 exactly. Impact, impact, impact. Stop. He, yes, sir. So why do you think uh, the young generation is ready to drive the need to change on the African continent? It just seems like me and you were like on the same page when it comes to this. Like, yeah. I feel like the young generation is ready, but there's something that's missing. So why do you think I want you to explain from your perspective why you think uh, the young generation is ready to drive the need of change. We are ready every day. I'm not, when, when I consider how I started, the lot the, the sort of young people I meet in line of my work, um, finding somebody like you, we are having conversation. We are communicating. Um, yeah. This podcast is going to be 
published is going to impact another person who is sitting somewhere thinking that I can do it. No, I cannot do it. I can do it. No, I cannot do it. Once we trigger that mindset that, look, it's happening, this he might pick something from what I'm saying, and then he would also make a move. What I love about this generation is we are talking amongst ourselves. We are connecting. What I, 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 what our grandparents didn't have opportunity to do is connectivity. You yes. are all the way in Cincinnati. I'm all the way in Liberia. We had a conversation over the internet, Instagram. Today we are having a conversation. The next thing that's going to happen is you, in the line of your work, you might meet a millionaire, billionaire somewhere and say, look, I'm trying to go into Africa. I'm not too sure. Hey, when you go to, when you go to Africa, there's Farouk. There's this guy. There's this one here that you can talk to. So this generation is going to drive the needed change. We have all the tools available to us. It will be very disappointing on our part if we are not able to effect the change that we want to see. We have everything, Ta. Everything. We are connecting. We are hungry. We are seeing the sausage stories of those on the other side of the globe and it's impacting in our lives. We are here trying to build the latest apps. When you go to Ghana, people are building apps. Nigeria, people are building apps. South Africa, people are building apps. You can feel the hunger. And we are not sitting back and not taking advantage of technology. We are connecting. People are building businesses on the internet. Our hunger is more and then we are talking to each other. So it's, this generation is going to drive the needed change. And also we've seen the mistakes that our leaders have made. We are taking notes. We are taking notes. We've, we were young enough to see that, hey, this leader made these decisions and this was the terrible consequences. This leader made this, this, made this decision and these are the beautiful you know, results. We are reading about leaders who are doing well. We are reading about leaders who are not doing well. We have all the tools, start. And I believe in this generation, and I know we will bring the needed change to our continent and the globe. Uh, I, I do agree with you as my peer on that. Like, you know, I do definitely agree. But this is the challenge. Uh, our leaders don't seem to trust us with the resources that they have because uh, us, we don't have as much resources as compared to our elders. But the problem now is our elders, when they see Ta coming in and saying like, oh, I have this project. I think if we invest a million dollars in this in 10 to 20 years, this is going to be the outcome. They're, going, they're not going to trust Ta because they think Ta is young, Ta is inexperienced. So how do we bridge that gap between the young people and the older generation? Because I understand that, you know, you have all this vast experience with consulting for African leaders. So what do you think is the best way to approach them so that they can understand us and trust us? Like, listen, these guys are ready to make the change that's really needed on the continent through entrepreneurship. You know, for, for, for our leaders in this part of the world, what we need to do and what they're used to is, you see, when you, when you are meeting a leader or somebody older or a father or somebody, you need to go with something on the plate. Okay. You, yes, you need to go with something on the plate. You need to go with a story or a narrative that, hello, dad, hello, big man. I've been able to do A, B, C, D. This is proof. This is, this is the results when I took this decision. This is what I'm here to show you. When I get this, because when you go with nothing on the table, no indicators to show that this idea is going to work, 
it makes it very difficult. So for any visionary, what you need to do is to take the step. Once you take the step, every other thing that you need will gravitate towards you. Once you believe that this thing that I'm going to work, especially when you say you want to start a business about maybe selling and you go yeah. to another, an elder person and say, guess what? I want to sell this to this people. I want to sell this level of you know, quality to this set of people. What have I done? I've gone to all these companies, these middle-class people, and I have telephone numbers of about, let's say, 500 workers. This mm -hmm. is it. I have this information. These are the people I'm going to be contacting. I'm going to be positioning my brand to. I'm going to be calling them. You have done some work. So at times, leadership wants us to show the commitment. They want us to show that we believe in this thing that we, we, we we're talking about. We believe with the little resources, with the fact that we've been blessed even with life. We have blood flowing through us. We've taken energy. We've, we, we've taken some action for what we believe in. So at times, we need to prove to them that we believe in what we are talking about. And we've done A, B, C because we believe in it. You know, so you always need to go to the table with something on your plate, not just an empty plate, but something, something. It got to be something on the plate. Uh, uh, I get you. You just cannot go with an, with an idea. You just need to show that you're putting in work as well. I, I, get, I get where you're coming from. Exactly. You've done this. You've done that, you know, for what you believe in. Oh, okay. And Farouk, uh, I, I understand you currently work closely with uh, five African presidents uh, on various interventions geared toward economic transformation of uh, their respective, respective countries. Uh, so which African presidents uh, do you work with if you don't mind disclosing or you cannot disclose? It's fine. It's, it's, it's business. It's, it's consulting and I can disclose and, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, so we, we, we're doing something with Liberia, the Liberian okay. government. Yes, yeah. we, we've arranged a few meetings for them in, in the UAE. We're also working with Ghana government. We're also working with Sierra Leone. We're also working with Zimbabwe and also we're working with Uganda as well. So some of these consultation is, is, is sector specific. When you come to Liberia, what we're seeking to work with the government on is infrastructure. You know, so okay. yeah. yes, we, we, we're working with them on infrastructure because we realize that there's a massive deficit of road network, which roads is what transforms economy in terms of connectivity from farmlands to markets. So for Liberia specifically, we are working with infrastructure. So when you look at our investment model with our investment partners, what we seek to do is we try to zone in on particular areas, demarcate the areas and say in the next five years, we're going to commit a lot of resources into this area, transform the area in terms of road connectivity. So this is what we do with various African presidents. And like I said, it's project specific, you know. Oh, okay. That, that, that's amazing, man. And uh, what have you been able to do in those countries to help young uh, African entrepreneurs? Because I, I guess you get a chance to interact with the president and to structure some deals. So in your deals, have you, have you made like, you know, so, 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 have you put in something so that you make sure like the young people are taken care of in those countries? 
Exactly so, exactly so. When, 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 in, for, I, I mean, Liberia, so let me speak about Liberia now. So what yeah. we're doing in Liberia currently is that um, we, we've started a project called Young People in Agriculture. So what we're seeking to do is go to the tertiary schools, the universities, and identify people who are about to graduate. There are a lot of people who are about to graduate and don't know where their future lies because employment is a big issue in Liberia. And what we do is we sell this idea of farming to them. And we also have startup capital to give to them. Once they leave school, after the information that we've given to them, they go on the field and start farming. So practically, we're on the ground. We've also enrolled most of them in the Poultry Farmers Association in Liberia. They're excited. In the next couple of months, they're about to own their own poultry farms, and they just can't wait. So impacting the lives of young people is very, very critical to the work we do. So, yes. Wow, that's amazing, man. You, you can go on. If there's still more to say, you can go on. I'll no, that's it. it so, so. <laughs> that's it. That's no. amazing, man. And, and, and you know, I, I, as I was looking, you have something out there which says uh, the world is a majority of people criticizing and complaining. So you yeah. chose to be part of the minority that is encouraging and uh, getting things done. I guess you're on the same team, man, as I said already. So, so, so tell me more about this. Well, you, 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 um, Todd, it can never be a perfect situation. Um, there can never be a perfect situation. For, 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 for the journey that we want to embark upon to, to start a business, to grow, you need to protect your energy. Your positive energy is something you have to protect. Across board, when you even take a casual glance on the African continent, mostly is about complaining. Yes, the governments are not putting the structures in place. And if you don't take time, that becomes the destruction. It takes your mind and your eyes off the opportunities. Africa has a lot of problems. And solving these problems is what brings the economic liberation for individuals. You know, so whilst people are talking about a problem, complaining, you can take it back burner and look at the thing these issues from a different perspective and say, look, yes, there's this issue of, you know, unemployment, lack of capital. What can I do? How do I solve this problem on my own? How do I try and solve this problem? Let's, okay, we've had a conversation about the problem. Can we also have a conversation about potential solutions with or without government? What are like we, that. exactly, with or without government, what are the solutions we can also propose? You know, so instead of young people sitting around a table complaining, they say, look, let's channel our energy, this energy of complaining. Let's look around and find somewhere that there's a big land, nothing. Let's commit maybe a month or two, clear the land, go to government and say, look, we've cleared this land. We want to do this. If government doesn't come in, what do we do? Let's go and look for people who can give us donation to plant something. If they are not giving us, what are we going to do? So the more you start thinking about solutions, the mind is such a powerful tool, it starts providing those solutions, endless solutions, endless solutions to your mind. So instead of sitting down and complaining, 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 some of that energy should also channel into finding solutions to the problem. You understand yeah, what I'm 
Yeah, I, I understand what you're saying. And, and you know, the thing with the African mindset has been set up in a way where we rely on the government. Somebody, we have a savior. We're waiting on a savior for somebody to save us. If somebody is not saving us, we're not taking action or doing anything to change our circumstances. But we always, like I always say, when I was a child, I always believed because I watched a lot of movies that somebody is gonna show up at my doorstep and give me a million dollars, you know. And I, 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 I pushed that mindset for a while, but then I realized like no one is gonna give me a million dollars. If I want to get a million dollars, I gotta work towards on you know how I can get to that place of getting a million dollars. Exactly, Ty. You're ready, man. <laughs> yeah, I'm ready. But you know, a lot of people are in a space where like I'm going to somebody just gonna come and knock at my door and give me that opportunity. No, not no. understanding, like you know, you have to be out and there people, looking for that be, opportunity. People need people need to meet you half prepared. People need to meet you prepared. Exactly. Meet you prepared. You know. So once you're yeah. you prepared, it makes it easy for them to believe in you. So the complaints never solve problems. I've never seen complainants complain, complaints solve any problem. It's action, solution, commitment, trying, trying, trying. That's how we change our circumstance. Yeah, I, I do. I do agree. And you said something about protecting your energy. You know, uh, my, one of uh, my friends is from, uh, he came to the podcast, he's a, he's a, he's a, he's a, a property investor. So he said that, you know, you need to protect your energy, especially when it comes to entrepreneurship. Because what I've seen, a lot of Africans tend to look down upon somebody who embarks on an entrepreneur journey. It's just not only Africans, just in general, people yeah. just tell you like it won't work it's a bad idea or they kind of tell you like you're not good enough to to execute and do it what what gave you confidence to to embark on your journey was it because you had a great support system or you just had a belief in yourself like man i can make this happen i can make these changes i want to make on the african continent where did you get all, 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 all that confidence my, my story is that of belief believe, uh, believe believe resilience and even even my team my team look at me and they say, boss, you are a source of energy, you know. That's good. It's, it's, That's the, good. Belief, it's the belief, it's the belief, it's the belief. So once you believe in yourself, absolutely nothing stops you from backing on your journey. It's self-belief. If you don't believe in yourself, it's hard for people to believe in you. Yeah, I actually mentioned that on my last podcast uh, with Ethan Morley, uh, the, pre- the the CEO of uh, Zooth Petroleum. And we're talking about, you know, a lot. I think a lot of our peers, it's all about belief. We don't have that confidence. So I don't know how we can help and get them to that level of like, listen, guys, we, we are here. We can make it happen. It's, it starts with you. If, you, if you're going to communicate an idea, somebody has to believe in you first and you have to believe in, your, in yourself right. to deliver that message in a way that the other person is going to be like, okay, this is a brilliant idea. Exactly. So, sorry, man, I'm talking a lot. Oh, man. Whatever you see resonates so much with me, brother. Yeah. <laughs> in the right I, spot, I, 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 I you have to drive it forever, man. Yeah, but, but 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 my goal is like as I told you, I'm an intro introvert. I'm trying to do like up to like 50 episodes and then have somebody else take over. Now I want to be on the ground talk doing what I was talking about on the podcast. Oh, Does that make sense? I want to be out helping, <laughs> not just keep on like you know exactly. telling people like it's possible in the podcast without it being on the ground helping and trying to figure out how I can help them as well. Yeah, we're, we're waiting for you, Tom. We're waiting for you to join. <laughs> Can't you sure wait, man. 
or, or, so how did you become friends with uh, Nana Kwame? For those that oh. don't know, Nana Kwame is a very popular person in Ghana. He's a yeah. popular property investor, I believe. Yeah, Nana, Nana, me and Nana Kwame go way, way back, way back. So way back when Nana started, I was right there when Nana started. Nana built his first two houses. So we stayed in one. And then the other one was for on sale. So he sold it, the other one and then we moved to the, <laughs> the next <laughs> property. From there, we started a, a nightclub called Temptations. You know, so we were so young at that time, but we believed, yeah. believe Nana Kwame's confidence is out of this world. Even when we started, Nana Kwame was so energetic that some of us thought, hey, 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 but that energy, that drive, that hunger in Nana Kwame is what has made him go miles apart. He's hungry. He wants to get the job done. And that is how we started. We were so young and yeah. we young and we pull up in the Ferrari and people are saying, hey, hey, but we know what the energy is. We started having conversations about Africa about 20 years ago. Every Even this Afrobeat generation is something that Nakwami and I predicted that, look, it, there will come a time where African music will be a global phenomenon, you know, and today yeah. it is. So Nanakwami and I go way back. We believed in each other and it's not a story of today. It's, 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 it's over two decades of friendship, and we still connect every month or every now and then. We get together. We exchange notes. We talk about the fact that, hey, you need to keep going. You need to keep going. We need to keep going. We need to keep going. So Nana Kwame is one hell of an inspiration for me because I'm, I was right there when he started. And yeah. even at, at a point where I moved into corporate, he was still an entrepreneur. We meet and he said, yo, this entrepreneur thing is for you. I don't see why you are in this corporate world. I said, yeah, sure, I'll, I'll join you pretty soon. So it's me and Anakwami go way back. Me and Anakwami. You, you just say something amazing. Show me five of your friends and I'll show you your future. You just proved that to be right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just prove it to be right, man. And, and, and uh, so, so, so I didn't know you guys go way back, but uh, I know on your path and uh, you know on your journey as an entrepreneur, you've come across people that you have become friends with. Some of them are millionaires, and some of them are billionaires. So some of your some of our peers might be, uh, you know, might 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 be like, uh, how do I get in a space where I can become? a friend or an associate with a millionaire or a billionaire? How, how do we start that conversation or build that relationship? Exactly. Like I tell you, 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 you need to meet a millionaire prepared. A millionaire should see something about you or something you've done and say, damn, this is somebody I want to have as a friend. You understand? Okay. So yeah. a millionaire doesn't gravitate towards you because you, of because of your height, because of how you look, but because of your results or what you or what you have on the table, what you've done. So I keep telling people, whilst you are waiting, do something, do something, do something. A millionaire is not going to take you serious if you've not done anything. Do mm -hmm. something. Keep moving. Keep moving. And every millionaire or billionaire that I've come into contact with says, hey, I like the direction you're going. I like the direction you're going. Your energy reminds me of myself. 
Wow, I like what you're doing for the continent. So you always need to be prepared. You always need to move. You always need to do something. Millionaires don't become your friends because of, like I said, your height or common interest. It's because of what you are doing, your journey, your story. You know, yeah. once it resonates with them, they feel comfortable with you. They know they can have a conversation with this young man. They know you're a visionary. They, they've met their peers. So it makes it very easy to connect. It makes it easy for them to pick a phone and say, hey, look, I want to come to Liberia. How's it looking with the oil sector? Then I'm able to say A, B, C, D. Farouk, um, what's up with Sierra Leone? What's going on? How's it looking? You know, so even... For me, I pick a phone and I call a billionaire or millionaire friend. And I say, hey, I think it'll be good for you to do this thing here. I think, you know, so you need to always have something that you are bringing to the table or even do something for them. Go into their space and say, hey, I think you're doing well, but this is something I want to do to complement your work for free. I'm doing this for you because I think when you add this to what you're already doing, it's going to translate into another level. So... Is you need to you need to bring value to the table. You always need to bring some value. You cannot just go with an empty plate. Or what are you bringing to the table? What conversations yeah. are you having? So you yeah. need to be, yes. You, it, it's and it makes it easy for them yeah. to and some even some your business partners along yeah. the line. You know so. That's what yeah. me, 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 I've not met a billionaire yet, but I do have a lot of millionaire friends around. And it's, 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 it's funny how I go to know those people, but they are long stories. But to cut the long story short, what you said is important. You know, I, if I didn't understand the thing of bringing value and, uh, it, it, and, and, you know, and just because most of them connected with me because I was so passionate about what I was talking about. Even some of the things I was talking about, I never did them. Like, I want to do this and this and this. And they gravitated towards like, oh, wow. <laughs> 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 they're like, they're just surprised. Like, oh, crazy. I, I, I remember when I was like 19, I was sitting with this, uh, with this uh, lady. She's going to be on my podcast. So she, she's a millionaire. And uh, she, 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 she's like, oh, so tell me what you want to do. And then I was just, just talking, talking, talking. Like, I like you. I like exactly. your passion. And then I never executed any of the things that I wanted to do, but she just connected with me because I that drive, I that passion, like, oh, I want to do this, I want to do that, I want to change this, I want to do this. And they gravitated towards that. But a lot of people, I, I see that when they get in conversations with a person in that place, they're trying to get something out of them. What no. can I get from them? And, you know, that's what really drives them away from people. Like, because they're used to people saying, like, give me that, give me this, give me Don't that. go with that, give me that conversation. <laughs> Don't. Yes. It's not, it's not going to fly with them. It's not. Yeah. And, and yes, it's not going to. It, it, it needs to touch them when they want to do something. You know, so yeah. you don't go with that, give me, give me that. You go with, you know, value, passion, hunger. You want to self-believe. Once they see that in you, <laughs> the connection happens. Immediately it happens. You know? Yeah. yeah. And, 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 and also one thing you mentioned that, that you know, because some other things like me and Jill, we can talk at our level and understand each other. But for some other person, they will not really get it until we get more into detail you mentioned about doing something for them so somebody will be like oh this person is a millionaire what am i going to do for them so for example i'm going to give an example of my friend 
like, you know, she had something going on and I knew I could give you a service. I was like, exactly. instead of paying this guy to do that, I'm going to do it for you for free. And exactly. she's like, no, I have to pay you. Like, no, you don't have to pay me because, you know, it was a charity thing that she was doing. I, I like what you're doing. It's an amazing thing. And I want to help you with this. And then she was like, wow, are you serious? I'm like, yeah, sure. And then she liked that. And guess what? Somebody else wanted to pay for a service somewhere else. She was like, this person needs to use your service. So I'm going to refer this person to you guys so that, you know, they can use it. So now it's creating that business relationship. But in the, fa- in, in the beginning, it was just me trying to offer value to help you know, with, with no intentions at the end of the day. No. So you see, you were going to make an impact. And the impact... Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But once once people understand what impact is, I'm going into this millionaire's life. Even though he has it all, I think I can also impact on his life. I can also impact on his life. I can bring value. Impact is about bringing value to people's life. And you don't only impact the poor. You can impact the rich. I can do I, I can do a feasibility study on a sector and present it to a millionaire and say, look, I did this for you. It's free. This is the feasibility. I've done all the work, professional figures, details. This is it. Anytime you feel you want to do business in this country, this is the blueprint. I offer it to you. You, you understand what I'm saying? And yeah, even I think it's it. brilliant. Impact, value, yeah. people's life is one way you can connect with whoever you want to connect with. Yeah, man, I'm glad we created this platform. I created this platform because I think this is something that a lot of our African brothers like. Because we used to, like, if you see our relative with money, we always ask for money. So we transition that into, like, real relationships with people that have more than us. Like, you know, if somebody has more than us, they don't need us. We just got to take and take and take from them. And if we, with that mentality, if you're trying to build a business or build a network, it's, it's not going to take you anywhere because no one yeah. wants to be around somebody who's already always taking on the table. What yeah. are you bringing to the table? What are you bringing to the table? What are you bringing to the table? So what are you bringing to the table? <laughs> yeah. So, 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 yeah, we can talk more of this, but let's move on. How can you get more young Africans to believe that they can start great businesses? How can you, how can you push that? Well, we, I, 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 I believe strongly is by example. Is by example. Is by example. Is by example because yeah. once, once, once people see that somebody who somebody they know who is not doesn't also have it on the same level as them has been able to do A B C has moved himself from here to the top is 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 a success story they will look at it and also learn from it. So I'm more about the practicalities, the action, the action, you know, getting people to believe it's not just about motivational talk. Yes, it's all important, but we need to point to brilliant examples, typical examples that, hey, this gentleman is from the ghetto, he's from your hood, he's from right here where you're from, and he's been able to do this. How did he do it? Self-believe. How did he believe in himself? He did ABC. He saw an opportunity and he took the opportunity and run with it. You know, so I, I believe in more of the practicality, letting people see the practicality of, you know, what people have done from where they came from. You know, so like, uh, it's, it's by example, show an example, pointing to them and say, hey, 
This is your friend. He started right here. Don't wait. Don't wait. Don't wait. The next bounce of the ball. Look at where the next bounce of the ball is going. And then you grab it. You grab it. People okay. are sitting behind their computers and working magic and are becoming millionaires overnight. You know, it's, it's, it's all around us. It's all around us. So once you believe in yourself, you believe that somebody has done it, I can also do it. It's, it, it's, it works magic. It works magic. Because I look at Nanakwame and everything Nanakwame is doing, and Nanakwame is somebody who will tell me, hey, you can do bigger than I'm doing. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I get what you're saying. I get where you're coming yes, from. Definitely yes. getting what you co- where you're coming from. Exactly. <laughs> let's show people the example. Let's let's reach out to people and share our stories with them. Let's be accessible to them. Let's let's. But 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 the thing, you know, I was one of those Africans that was afraid. I was always hiding because I didn't want people to be in my business. Like a lot of people, as I told you around me, didn't even know. Like I. I know what I know because I just don't say things around people. <laughs> you know, yeah. I, as you said, I, I overprotected my energy in other ways. Like yeah. I, I just didn't want yeah. to share with people. So, but I realized that was limiting me in that some of the people that were close to me, they didn't know that I know all these things and I've been doing all those things mm-hmm. until they started listening to the podcast. And now some of them, now when I get in conversations with them, I, I can tell now they have more respect and they listen to me more. And now they're pitching business ideas to me and telling me like, okay, if you want a partner, I'm available. If you have an idea that you think I may need to take along, let me know. And I, I was like, I had all these people all along and I, because I just didn't want to, you know, I just didn't want to, 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 to tell them what I'm up to, what I'm doing. You know, they could have helped me a long time ago to move some other things in the pot. But I was that African who was like, nah, I'm going to, I'm going to be quiet and be behind the scenes doing my thing. But the world that we live in now, you can't win that way. We need each other. We need to tell each other what we're doing and we can connect and make it happen. Exactly. That's why this podcast is so important to me. That's why I'm giving it my all. It's so important to me because the next man is going to listen. It's going to impact him. He'll pick up a thin old. I'm saying my point is this this conversation is very important to me because somebody is going to listen and we're going to create the next Farouk Kailan. We're going to create the next Tar. You know, they'll also believe and take initiative and then move. So conversation, connectivity is very important. That's why I believe in this journey that we are on. We're going to impact so many lives. Mine is about impact, 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 impact. So... And, and- and that's the same with me, my brother, because this is me. I'm doing this. I know somebody else is going to see this and is going to get inspired and do a better job than me. They're going to start their own platform that is just going to be much more bigger than this. And guess what? It's going to impact more people than I ever impacted. So that's wonderful. I think it's us just taking action and other people looking like, oh, this is doable. This is possible. Okay. Yes. You know, just, it, it just getting people to, 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 to light up those bulbs in their heads and yes. things that they can also do themselves. Precise, but, but 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 yeah. You, so my podcast is, is probably over in uh, it's listened to in over twenty five countries all over Africa, all over wow. uh, North America, and uh, so I had a listener from Ghana when I posted that you're going to uh, to be on the podcast. He's actually from Uganda. He was excited wow. about it, 
and he was like, I want to listen live. I'm like, wow. Hey, I'm, I'm going to make sure, like, you know, I'll, I'll upload it as soon as I'm done. Wow, but uh, wow. his, his name is uh, Sebuf Ashiraf, I guess. He owns a watch business in Uganda. So he told wow. me to ask you. So I told him, like, since you're excited, maybe you have a question that you really want me to ask him. And he's like, yeah, this is the question that I want you to ask him. And he was like, what is one thing that makes you stand out and think uh, it led you to being in the position that you are in today. So that was his question. Not complaining and having a okay. positive mindset. That's it. Positive mindset. Wow. Yeah, that, that, that says a lot, man. If you just positive, positive no matter what's thrown your way, you just yeah, keep going. Let me share an, exa- an experience where I, I went to look for a contract in the UAE, Dubai, um, it was a lot of us, and um, we didn't. I didn't get the contract. So, even though I didn't get a contract, when I got when I got information about who has won the contract, I wrote a letter to the person, the company, and saying that I know they won this contract by merits. I've checked them out. I believe they are a company that can deliver this project. I wish them well just in case they need anything or support advice or anything, they should contact me. I'm ready to help them at no fee because I believe that they want the contract on merit and my, my passion to see the project happen and become successful is still intact and I want to work with them. Whether, whether for a fee or not, I want to see this thing happen. Then I wrote to the, the agency that was given this contract out I also send my message to them and say, look, thanks for giving me the opportunity, you know, for taking part in this tender, this bid. I appreciate it so much. Even though we didn't win, I know that in future there will be other projects. We're still here in case they need us. We, if it's 10 times, we're going to come and take part. So the CEO of the agency called me and said, sir, we respect you. Nobody has ever done this to lose a tender and write to us with so much good, like so much energy, good energy, good, good vibes and saying, wishing us well, you're different and we really want to work with you. So wow. it just doesn't, even when you lose, there's still an opportunity in losing. Even man, when, you're, you're a genius, man. Exactly. No one could have thought of that. Wow. Exactly. So even and the company that won the bid today, I'm working with them too. I'm a guy who has lost a bid, but today I'm the winner because I'm working with the one who won the contract and the agency that awarded the contract, even though I lost. So having a positive mind is so powerful and it can change your situation with the speed of light. Tom. So this is and what I want to share. This is what I want to share with my Ugandan brother: positive mindset, being positive in all situations. Man, I appreciate you sharing that story, man. I think it's it, for me. That's an amazing story. It just makes me see things from a different angle. You change a challenge into an opportunity, man, and, and you know, just reaching out—that's something, man. It's it's out of this world. I never heard of something like that, man. That's it awesome works it works your energy always has to be positive your energy wow. always has to be positive well, so, 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 since you're very brilliant and very smart in your approach i i, I now want to know the books that you read well what are your top 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 three books <laughs> i've read i've read, I've read, I've read. <laughs> 
quite a lot of books. I've read, yeah. um, I read, I've read, I've read a book. Um, I've read quite a lot of books. I've read from um, Think Rich, Think Think Big and Become Rich. I've also read Kowalski. I've also read um, quite a lot of books. Quite a lot of books. I read wide. I read wide. I read wide. I read wide. Yeah, I can tell, man. But uh, you, you know, I I want to understand something before we end the uh, the podcast. I I want to know more about your background because. Uh, I, I do get a lot of backlash from people because people always have excuses in their lives why they're not successful or why they're not succeeding. It's because uh, they think that uh, a lot of people just, uh, you know, they, they just woke up successful or they, they grew up in a privileged family and that's how they become successful. So I, I, I try to get to know how people got started. Like, you know, was your family in a very good place or what, what, what was that situation? What type of school you went to and, and all of those details so that you can help somebody with that kind of mindset, you know, understand like it's possible if you, even if you're coming from this kind of background to, to make it to, to, to in life. Um, I, I came from, I came from a comfortable home. I never lacked anything. I okay. saw my, I, I, I never lacked anything. I went to some of the best schools, but my dad didn't give me a dime to start my business. My dad, quite recently, my dad had a conversation with me and said, um, my son, I didn't give you all these things because I wanted you to become like this. I wanted you to build from nothing to something. And I'm so proud of you. You've done it. And it's, it's amazing. This is what I wanted you to, to do. And you've done it. So it doesn't, it does, it, 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 the fact that you come from a home that has everything doesn't mean that. You should, you, you should build on that. You should, you should look at your dad and say, look, your dad didn't have all these opportunities, internet, you know, access to research, all these opportunities that we have. And so I have to be 10 times than where my dad got to. So it's exactly. So it's about inspiring yourself, believing that, look, you can do it. Believing that even though your father didn't hand down anything to you, you still have to do it. You still have to do it. Today, I thank him so much because I thought he was being hard on me, but I look at him and I'm like, damn, you created a monster, dad. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that's a good thing, yes, man. Exactly, because all that energy, that pain that I felt like my dad could give me money to start up, it fooled me. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. It made yeah, I get it. exactly. It fooled me, and I, I, I had to earn everything on my own. And it, it's, 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 you have. And Nana Kwame has the same story. Yeah. Yes, Nana. Exactly. So it's about you. The bottom line is about you. Nothing else. Yeah. Yeah. I. I, I... I get you, my brother. So, uh, any last words before we end up with the podcast? My last words is to my fellow Africans is that we have the biggest problems in the world, and all these problems lies our opportunities. Solving these problems is what is going to transform our economic situation. It's what's going to transform our current dispensation. Let's look for solutions to these problems. Let's collectively do it. Solving problems is what is going to 
change our economic situation. That's all I can say. We have we are blessed with a continent that has the biggest middle class, the biggest youth population, all the resources. We should just be able to do this for our continent. Self-believe and believing in ourselves and believing that if somebody is in India and has been able to do it, I can also do it from Africa. The continent is over a billion, especially for these technology people. The continent is over a billion. We can spark the next revolution in terms of tech. The disruption can come from Africa, and we should believe in Africa because Africa is where the biggest opportunities in business lie. And we are privileged to be positioned here in Africa, and we should see it as a blessing and then make the best out of it. Man, I like that. I like all the things that you mentioned, man. And uh, I, I'm, I'm going to ask you what's the best way to reach out to you. But before I do that, I'm just we're just going to talk more on the value thing. Because when, when I do that, I, a lot of people reach out to me and are always asking for things. And I'm like, dude, I'm giving you all this va- information on all this value. You didn't even say like, Ta, I listened to your podcast. There was a nice podcast. You're just going to jump into Hey, give me capital. <laughs> That's what I always get, man. Hey, buy me this. Hey, and somebody like you know, it, it's like and somebody who say hi to you and just leave. It's like it's like hundred people say hi to me. So what do you want? How can I help you? You know, I want to help, but still, like because I had a gentleman today. He hit me up differently. Like you know, he told me hi. Uh, my name is Tafara. I'm from this country. And, you know, I've been trying to build a business and to do this and to get mentors. He went straight into it and he gave me information and insight on all the, you know, I connected with them. But the other guys would be like, hi. I'm like, okay. <laughs> and then the other one would be like, boss. And the other one like, give me capital. They didn't even introduce them themselves. I'm like. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> like, I mean, even if, even if you go like, if somebody, let's give, for example, let's say Bill Gates. You can't just go to Bill Gates and be like, yo, give me $10,000. Like, <laughs> no. you, you know, it, it, no you know Oprah gives away things. She gives away cars. You get a car. You get a car. But you can't just go to Oprah and be like, yo, give me this. <laughs> I mean, you know, they're going to be, <laughs> you got to start it from somewhere. Like, <laughs> I was just gonna say that uh, what do you I don't know if you get those kind of uh, inboxes or DMs yeah, we, on, on we, social media. I get I get it a lot. I get it a lot. I get a lot of people. Some yeah. some you, you some say you inspire them, some say they want to work with you, some too like you said, they, they just say hi and leave it there. Some yeah. too come and they are just asking for things, asking for things, asking for things, you know. And I, I, I look I look out for those who are doing something, who have taken a step, you know, okay. who, who are making strides. And at times I bring these people close and I say, hey, I want to buy into your company. This is what I expect of you. Let's do this ABC. I'm taking this for share of the company and let's ride. So currently okay. I'm working with about four young, you know, companies that I've brought under my wing. And I'm guiding them through it. They're enjoying the process, you know. So as much as people come through us, we should just see through and look at those who are ready. I like to meet people who are ready, people who have done things with the little resources that they have, with his phone, with his laptop. You know, I I met a comedian some years back, and he said, nobody's giving me attention. Nobody believes in me. 
I said, but you have a phone. He said, yeah. I said, get on Instagram, get on Twitter, get on Facebook, share your, share your stories, build your own journey, like put it out there, put it out there. Today, he's, he's one of Ghana's influencers. He always has, almost has 100,000 followers. Brands are chasing him. I just got him an endorsement deal. So it's about starting with your, the little you have, you know. So a lot of these people that come to us, I look at, at times when I'm my casual self, I'm not caught up in anything, laying in bed. I, fall, I look at their post. I look at the mindset they are thinking. If it's yeah. worth replying, I say, hey, I think you're doing great. You're on track. Some of them, you can only help them with your words. And yes, you could see that your words has impacted them so much. Now they believe in themselves. They say, oh my God, if this is coming from you, then I think I'm on track. You know, some too, you need to personally call them and say, hey, I'll be in Ghana, pass by the office. Let's have a conversation. I think you're on track. I can, you know, help you with the little I have, you know, so... We should also try to avail ourselves. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I get you. And, uh, you know, the young man that I actually responded to today, I actually gave him a call because you're just frustrated about the whole thing. You know, some people, sometimes wow. people are just frustrated with God just bless simple you. things. God bless you. Yeah. <laughs> you, 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 you know, just simple. Like, cause you, I, I was that person at some point, you know, I, I understand. I was, oh, I was also point. there at a point. I was there, so I understand so much. Yeah, so I connected with the guy, but the only thing that I told him, because, you know, the only way I responded to his DM is because he did, he introduced himself and told me what he needed and, you know, and, and he provided a little bit of value. But exactly. I told him, if I looked at your Instagram, because his Instagram, you know, on Instagram, you have like a profile, a profile picture, yeah. that little second thing. Uh, mm -hmm. Like, as an entrepreneur, I won't take you serious. You know, mm -hmm. I know your resources might be limited, but you can sneak in an office or a nice background, just wearing some formal way, take a picture so that when you reach out to somebody on Instagram, yes. whether somebody replies you to or not, a lot of people look at their DMs. Exactly. On their free time, we do look at our DMs. Exactly. Once we're screening people, we could tell like, okay, is this guy, you need to take yourself serious before somebody else does. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh man, you, you couldn't have said it better. You need to take yeah. your serious before anybody else does. Yes. Yeah, so if you're going to ask me for things and you're not even serious about it, as you said, like you even said it yourself, you go to people's profiles and check, like, okay, what is this guy posting? Is I he do. out every weekend? <laughs> I, is he out every weekend drinking a beer and now he's asking for capital and he's not making any steps towards the business he's telling me in the inbox? And some people even ask me for things with not even a profile, anything, a picture on their profile. It's just like nothing. I'm like, nothing. How, How am I supposed to? <laughs> Oh, <laughs> I, I don't know. That's why I think and, that, and that's right. Those who are going to listen to this podcast will learn, will learn from the experiences we are sharing. I, I, I hope they, uh, I hope they do my brother, but I, I appreciate you taking time to do this with me. And uh, I forgot. Yeah. The last part, how do people reach out to you? <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Social media handles, Farouk Kailan on Instagram. Farouk Kailan on Facebook, Farouk Kailan on Twitter, you know. Yeah. I think it's, 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 it's a safer way to connect. Then I also get to understand who I'm connecting with a bit more than before it becomes physical or even, you know, telephone calls before, you know, we need to meet physically or not. So I'm accessible on these social media handles, Farouk Kailan on Instagram, 
Farouk Kailan Twitter, Farouk Kailan Facebook. Man, I appreciate you taking your time doing this. And, uh, I, you know, it, it, there's not a lot of people. You, you inspire me because my journey was not to inspire people like you, was to inspire the other side. But when people on the other side, uh, when you get that, for that validation from your peers, it's, it's really good. It means a lot. It, it meant a lot to me, the words that you shared with me. Uh, and I uh, thank you, my brother. I appreciate that. You didn't have to say it, but you, say, you said it too. You know what I'm saying? You didn't have to say it, but you, you felt like, you had to say it. So I, I do appreciate it, man. You're welcome, my brother. You're welcome. Thank you so much. You're doing a great job for mankind. And God bless you. And um, we're here. Let's, let's, let's keep driving the conversation. And like we all, we both agreed on, it's impact. Impact is what is going to change this world. So thank you so much, my brother, for having me. For sure. That, that was Farouk. And uh, yeah, this is the Making in Africa podcast and we out. My brother, thanks for doing this, man, again, man. And uh, I, I, I hope we get to meet in person. I feel like there's more to talk about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm coming <laughs> to you this year, so I'll, I'll definitely connect so we have a drink. For sure. Which, which month are you coming in? 